0: Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to another team news live stream ahead of game week twenty-eight. Uh, only about what is it, three and a half hours until the deadline, so lots to get through. So we won't delay too much longer. How are you feeling today, Neil?
1: All right, Andy. Yeah, not too bad. Aye, I, um, I hate Friday deadlines because I feel underprepared professionally and uh, in terms of FPL as well. I've not even made any any kind of transfers this week. Um, but yeah, we'll rattle through these teams updates as fast as we can.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to ask you for your captain at the end, so be prepared for that because it's all over the place. I feel like people are this week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Just before we jump into the first bit of team news, we are partnered with Fan Team. If you haven't already checked them out, they've got another Game Week 28 weekly monster. Um, there's a couple of entries. I think one's 20 euro, one's 2 euro. Uh, and the 2 euro one has 12,500 euros worth of prizes. You just got to apply your FPL knowledge to pick a team of 11 players, uh, and then see if you can get the most points, simple as that, um, link in the description below, it is 18+, it is gambling, so you should be gamble aware, and there's links to that in the description as well, um, and yeah, let's talk about the team news, which is going to help you pick your team, and I think there's only one place to start this week, which is Spurs, um, Harry Kane in particular, um, I think people got a little bit spooked by the ice pack, and then what Mourinho said afterwards, What's
1: your what's your thoughts on it? Yeah, funny you should mention the captaincy there because uh, currently, spoiler alert, my, my armband is on Kane at the moment. Um, so yeah, he came off last night, he scored twice, which was um, a good omen for the weekend, and then and came off late in the game with a, a knock to his knee, as you said there, pictured with a nice uh, ice pack on his on his uh, knee. And uh, yeah, Mourinho after the game fairly positive sounding. So the quote was um, he believes he's going to be fit for for Arsenal. Um, only big problems would stop him being there. Of course, they're going to have to assess him in training today and train to see if there's anything more serious than than just a, a knock. Um, but crucially, ended the the sentence with, "I'm sure he will be fine." Now, of course, he's speaking after a match. This was this was after the, the full time whistle in last night's match um, against Dynamo Zagreb. And of course, things can happen since then. You don't know how a, a knee's going to fare in the following 24 hours. It could swell up. Um, so there's there's no update from following last night's game because, of course, he's not doing a standalone presser today. So, um, there's obviously an element of doubt there, which is why the flag's on, but you can only go off his comments. and He was he's fairly bullish and um positive sounding. And we've seen Marina before, um, use injury, uh, doubts and concerns uh, as a smokescreen as an opportunity to try and hoodwink his opposite number. He could have done that this time, he could have said, Oh, I'm not sure, you know, I'm not I'm not really. Um, positive about Kane's prognosis, um, which he's done in the past with like Son and a few others, but he, he was positive, so um, you can only you can only take him at face value and, and assume that he's he's going to be all right. We're obviously keeping tabs on any kind of late development stuff today, but we've only got three and a half hours before the deadline. And there's, there's a slim chance of any leaks coming out, given that it's a Sunday kickoff. But um, yeah, positive words anyway from Mourinho. Um, if a flag, we could all have done without
0: yeah i like i i understand this could be a thing and i know the ice kind of put people off there is no way in my eyes that Kane misses arsenal i just don't see it. i think i feel like even if his leg was hanging off i'd still there'd still be a part of me that thought you know he might just make it because he, he we, he's that kind of i I don't really pay attention to previous records but he is that kind of player that knows all about it. he wants to play every game um yeah i just don't see it. unless you say like maybe there's something going on behind the scenes and you know, they scan the knee and maybe they see something, but yeah. it'd have to be something pretty major, I think, for him to miss out. You know,
1: but plus plus an ice pack in itself isn't cause for alarm. I mean, it's yeah, exactly. A that, yeah, know. after a full time whistle, that is a routine um, a- application for anyone who's had any kind of knock. So hopefully, it's not it's nothing too serious. Okay, we'll see if it puts people off captain. Because I think he was
0: top of the captain's poll um, before last night. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Was there any other news from Spurs? I saw that Bale didn't start, so that looks good for yeah. the next game as
1: well. In particular, yeah, very good. Yeah, because he he was due a rest, and he was always going to get one. I think in this in this game of a uh, stretch of four games or five games, um, and Mourinho had previously said that he he wasn't sure he'd start all of matches in game 26, twenty six twenty seven, and then the Europa League. And the in Julie came last night. So that was good, great news for, for his owners. Um, Aurier came back from injury as well. And I think that just leaves the, the Celso on the sidelines uh, for the North London derby, unless, of course, uh, anything's happened in between.
0: Cool, fair enough. Um, let's quickly do Aston Villa, because not really much has changed there in terms of Jack Grealish, who's been the main uh, player we've been talking about. He's still out, right? But we haven't got, uh, again, still don't have a time frame on how long it'll be. Sorry, Daddy. We see that
1: again. I was still to Jeff for another winner, but it's very unprofessional. It was no, team news related.
0: Yeah, no. Um, I was saying Aston Villa uh, will come up to you next, but I don't think there's really been too many major updates because Greenish was already out. We knew we don't have a time frame still, apart from he won't play Newcastle, right?
1: That's right. Yeah, this was this was yesterday the press conference. Um, he he was on the Ultra G, whatever that is. I think it's an anti gravity treadmill. It's meant to help with um, uh, joint uh, injuries and things like that, lessen the impact. So he's been out on that. Um, I think that was last week. So he's obviously uh, he's pain free, according to Smith. But uh, yeah, he won't feature against Newcastle. Um, could be back for for Spurs though. I think I, I read yesterday. So he could be could be back for game twenty nine. So if he's um, if you're on a free hit or if you've got like free transfers to burn in twenty nine for like a one week punt, then um, then keep your eyes peeled next week for Smith's press conference because uh, he might be back for that. Um, uh, so yeah, obviously not this week though. So yeah, as we're all concerned about maybe um, twenty-eight transfers, and he's not going to feature at Newcastle.
0: Yeah, that make things interesting though, because right now, and most people have sold, uh, and they certainly won't be looking to get him back. So it could be actually a bit of a differential in a week where uh, I don't think there's going to be that many proper good differentials. So yeah, keep an eye on Griezmann's news. Was there anything else? I think Cash is back, right? I think did you say that?
1: Yeah, yeah, Matty Cash is back. Uh, he's been back in training this week, so we assume it's just him straight in for El at right back. Um and I think that's it. Uh, uh Wesley's, um, yeah, sort of working his way every really story back to fit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why <laughs> waste my breath. Exactly. Why am I even mentioning his name? I think Watkins got that place
0: well and truly nailed down. Yeah. Watkins is basically Harry Kane for Villa when it comes to getting minutes, isn't he? He yeah. just plays every single game. Um, we we'll are come to Man City. So the quote that I've got is actually from a couple of days ago. So I know there's been a press conference since. So obviously you can let us know on that. But I thought, I, when I read it back, I wondered if he was being sarcastic. But he, basically, Guardiola is saying he's going to rotate less. What do you make of that?
1: Yeah, I I really didn't know what to make of this. because I, I was the one t- transcribing this for the site. Um, I was on duty at the time. And I don't I don't really know what the context was or or what what his his tone was because he's a very dry man at the best of times. You're never sure whether he's on the wind up or not. Um but he was asked, yeah, it was those five changes against Southampton. Um and then obviously we've seen plenty more beyond that over the past couple of weeks. Um, but it's not like City's fixture list is easing in in, in, in the, sort of the short term. He's got obviously got this weekend, they've got the second year of the Champions League, then they've got the FA Cup quarter final before the international break. So it's not like we're back onto a you know like a one game a week schedule, so I don't know quite know what he meant by that, but um, hopefully, if it, if it is meant at face value, then then that's a good thing for for many of our key assets like like said so Diaz and De Bruyne and Gundogan. But I do suspect there'll be more changes um, this weekend at Fulham. Um, Cancelo coming back in, I'm sure will be one of them because he was obviously benched in midweek
0: and Stones and, as well, surely. and right? Stones as well,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, sterling, you'd think as well. Uh, these type of players never tend to stay for more than one game, especially on, on in, in current form this season with Stones and Cancelo. So, yeah, you can often the best gauge of what Pep's lineup is going to be is to look at the previous game and, and see who was benched. And uh, those three players I mentioned there, you'd think would come back in for Fulham, which is no easy test because they're a decent side now.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I I sold stones. And I kept Cancela, but I think if you've got both, you have to. You might as well just play them this week. I don't see any reason why not to. Even if long term, maybe they're good to get rid of this week. They're almost certainly play. What do you think about Mares? He's like I, I. He feels like one of those players. He keeps starting. We've seen this before. We actually saw it yeah. earlier on this season and at the back end of last season. And then all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, he stops starting every week. Um, and, and there never seems to be an injury or anything like that. It just. It's like Pep just changes his mind. Like he sees something in training. Uh, obviously, I know. I know you can't say for sure, but is it anything you make of that? Or is it just one of those
1: things. I it's really hard to say because it, he start, as you said, he starts in streaks. So he start rather than most of the City assets are in and out of the team, um, especially the likes of Stones, uh, the players who can't really string together two two games in a row. Um, now Pep has gone a record before. Sam Mars has got great um, powers of recovery. He's got no leg muscles, so he's not affected by. Um, lots of games in a short space of time. So that has something to do with the fact that in this period of congestion, Mars is one of the, the go-to assets. And maybe when it, um, when there's more space between games, that's when he's, he's, he's less called upon. But you're right. Yeah, I mentioned this in the scout notes yesterday. He, scored, he started eight of the last nine. Um, and always is the way that when fantasy interest peaks in him, uh, he's on yeah. the downward slope. He's already on the downward slope. And it, it benching comes. There was a similar thing earlier the season. Game week's 9-12. That was when his twenty-one pointer was it came along and then he got four four benchings in a row after that. So there doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason. But he got he got hooked after an hour yeah. against Southampton. So you'd hope for one more start, at least this weekend against Fulham.
0: Yeah, maybe it's exactly as you said. There's so, there's so many games that other players need a break and Perhaps he just doesn't. So, uh, although I I think Pepper said the same thing about Sterling when it comes to recovery and stuff, and he's not getting many minutes. So, uh, who who the hell knows? uh, As always with Pep, Uh, we'll come on to the other side of Manchester in just a minute, just to see if they've got any players left. Um, But before that, uh, we'll go to Leicester, who I think have um, Evans back. So, one thing I think this is going to be a slight knock-on for maybe not many people, but a few, is Amity, because I think he's been starting. Yeah. Uh, so do you think, I've seen a few people already asked me this week about him to bring him in or to play him. Do you think he's going to lose his place now?
1: I would say so, yeah. He, he looks a bit like um, Strouk at Leeds. He, he was just a placeholder for the first-team regulars who were out. So um, already they've got a surplus of centre-halves with Evans back. That's uh, Evans' sign tune for Farna. Of course he can play all three of them if they go with the wing-back system. Um, but they've got Castagna and Pereira back, obviously from injury. There, first choice options at full-back or further forward at wing-back. So there's not really many places, unless unless Rogers deems one of Roger, uh, of Castagna and Pereira in need of a rest because they are back from long term injuries recently, um, and you, you might see this as a chance to to hand them a breather. But they have had like a full week to recover after after a busy schedule. they were, yeah, they're don't scare people
0: like that with Ricardo. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well I've got Ricardo, so I'm obviously playing him this weekend and he's been a he's been a crap signing past couple of weeks. But hopefully home game against um we think manager of the Sheffield United. We'll come on to that in a, in a second. Um would be it would be a, a good as chance any for a clean sheet, but he's he's not rewarded my investment so far. But yeah, I, I'm Marty, he's certainly not uh, now that everyone's back, he's he's I would say he's on the he's on the um chopping block.
0: Yeah, for sure. Are we, I mean, we'll talk about it now actually quickly before we come on to Man United, because obviously Leicester are playing Sheffield United, so it looks like a great fixture for anyone that's got Ricardo and card. Definitely would play. I've seen some people talk about benching, but absolutely not. Um, what, what, what? We haven't had a press conference from Sheffield United, have we? Because it no, feels was... like Wilder was sacked and then he wasn't sacked.
1: <laughs> yeah, this was due at one thirty today, so we put up the tweet this morning, and since then it's been yeah, you know, a right um, roller coaster. Uh, Reports coming through initially from Talksport saying that he was sacked and I saw um, that gathered momentum and and basically Sky confirmed he had been sacked. Then I saw I think Sam Wallace from The Telegraph saying that he hadn't been sacked and no decision had been made yet. Um, So as far as I'm aware at the time of recording this is three o'clock, nothing's happened yet officially. But they have got a press conference at five, it's been put back till five o'clock. I think the player press conference has been cancelled. And it's just a managerial one, so I don't know what that's going to be. I don't know if it's going to be a um, Wilder's leaving presser or um, a, a normal weekly, it doesn't seem like it's going to be a normal game weekly uh, preview, but yeah, rumours escalating that Wilder's going to be out of a job, but um, but nothing officially confirmed and uh, suggestions contrary to that as well that he, he isn't quite gone yet. Um, it made the, the rumours of a lot of turmoil behind the scene, I like him in the, in the um, powers have been locking horns lately and oh, okay. i think it has been on the cards yeah because it feels like at this point it's just
0: then they're, they're never going to recover where they are right now no. so it seems like a, a bit of a weird timing but yeah we'll see what they say um obviously i guess from an fpl point of view we're not too worried about missing a sheffield united press conference anyway right
1: no i think i think there's a few things to clear, Like basham um it was a sort of one who had a chance of coming back. I'm not sure that's it. That's maybe too soon for him. Just on Leicester, by the way, I'll just quickly revisit them. Perez and, and Dennis Pratt are back as well. Madison's still out. Uh as we we did predict this a few weeks ago, him and Grealish, the um both managers suggesting that it actually wasn't that serious, but here we are, three weeks down the line and the they're, they're both still out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Not good for uh, Leicester, that's for sure. Um yeah, let's go on to Man United. So uh Rashford missed out last night in the Europa League, I was about to say Champions League then, dreaming, yeah, the Europa was. League. Um, and Martial came off at half-time for Diallo. And apparently, I did want, because of the way the first half went, I did just wonder if that was a tactical change. But apparently he had, uh, was it a hip injury
1: for Martial? It was, yeah. Yeah, hip problem. So, um, they're real issues going into that West Ham game. Um, yeah, Solskjaer saying he got a, a whack on the hip. So, they're going to um, scan him, I think, today and see what the damage is there. Um, he's not hopeful of having Cavani back Rashford's a possibility he said he was talking more in terms of recovering for the second leg against Milan uh, he said he wasn't sure if he's going to make Sunday but he had his fingers crossed so maybe he's ahead of Cavani and, and Martial in terms of chances of featuring they are unlikely to be without uh, um, unlikely to be uh, yeah, calling on the likes of Pogba, Mata, Van der Beek as well so they're all set to miss out so yeah, big injury problems, which of course is the, the possibilities of, a, of another start for Diallo, um, just by process of elimination, really. Yeah, there's Greenwood... really not that much because yeah, Greenwood would yeah. have to
0: come central yep. if Cavani, Rashford, and Martial are out. Greenwood will have to come central unless he tries something crazy like Fernandez false nine, but I, it's yeah. just not something he's ever really done. I mean, we have played split strikers before with Fernandez quite highly pushed up, but. Um, I, yeah, I think Greenwood and then Dan, I guess Dan James and Diallo, which is just
1: just sounds awful. Yeah, it's it's sort of EFL uh, Cup type lineup, isn't it? I think James and Greenwood obviously you put your money on them starting. I guess he could he could move to a wing-back system to sort of circumvent the the um, lack of options for the forward. Maybe even push teles for the flank, but yeah. we're really clutching at straws because um, Diallo is still very very green, uh, still a teenager. So um, great header to- last night though yeah great goal
0: and it was a really good ball from Fernandez as
1: well I
0: mean I guess um I guess it kind of I don't think it should completely put people off Fernandez, captain because I'm sure a lot will think about that anyway but West Ham are no pushovers and without Cavani Rashford Mm -hmm. and Martial like Dan James is just I I like the kid but I just think he's never I just don't think he's ever going to be good enough um and last night he had a great chance to score and he fluffed it it maybe wasn't a, a, a sitter but it was it was a good chance and yeah, I think Bruno Fernandes' captain would probably be going down in my estimation yeah. if, if when I've seen this news. And uh, We should just quickly touch on David de Gea is back, um, oh, yes. but he's self-isolating, I think, right? So he's not going to be back. But it sounds like he's going to be back sooner than initially
1: thought, right? Well, um, Solskjaer was even saying he's and goal for Sunday, so he must have a, a slight chance. But he, he hasn't trained uh, since he came back from Spain. I think I was Monday or Tuesday he arrived back, and there's obviously the quarantine period. Um, I assumed it was ten days, but I think Saucy was talking about five days. I don't know if there's some kind of um, exemption going on here for sport and folk. But uh, yeah, he's, he's. I think Henderson, Henderson will start between the posts, um, regardless. He hasn't trained. I know match fitness isn't really an issue for goalkeepers, but um, there doesn't seem to be any uh, cause for bringing him back um, for this. I'm assuming he'll be back uh, available for selection for, for the Milan game uh, next week.
0: Yeah, interesting. I was surprised to see that. But yeah, that's some good news. Um, let's move on to Chelsea. Um, so Thiago Silva, I think he's still out, is he? Uh, even though this doesn't... You'd think this would make Rudiger nailed, wouldn't you? But apparently not after last week.
1: Yeah, uh, he's, 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 he's down to a pool of four, which of course um, means there's one uh, excess center half who's going to miss out every week. So yeah, Thiago had been back. He was on the bench. But he suffered an occurrence of, um, I think, a similar thigh problem to what he had before. So he's gone, sort of said, a few stages back in his recovery. Uh, He won't be involved this weekend. Um, Which leaves, yeah, the the pool of four centre-halves. That's Piliquetta, Christensen, Rudiger and Zuma, And Rudiger was the one to miss out. Um, uh, His boss had said that he um, was due a rest. You know, he'd been playing a lot of games of late. And um it was yeah, long overdue. He had been a ever present alongside us pillow since since Tuchel, uh took over. Um, but uh yeah, could be back. I was I was speculating this on the team actually because Zuma is so good in the air and leads are so pony-like a defending set pieces. Um, would Zuma keep his place? Um, I'm not sure what the expense of. Maybe he's at Rudiger again. Could be Christensen who's due arrest. Um uh, again this morning, uh Tuchel was talking about. But Christensen being, being good at, uh, as the middle third, middle, centre-half of the three, but also being able to play on the right and left. So he could rejig things around. only could give us a bit of a breather before before the Atletico game. Uh, but yeah, the two absentees are Thiago and Abraham. We've both got these recurring issues, Abraham's an ankle. Um, and uh, what I should say as well at this point is that Mount and Jorginho are both suspended for the Atletico game next week. So you'd think both of those would, would start this weekend. and it doesn't always work like that, but Mount certainly, you had a rest against Everton. He's almost a, a guaranteed return, I thing. think.
0: Yeah, a lot of people looking to bring him in this week, I think. So yeah, good shout that. Uh, and there was a quote about Havertz as well, how he wants him yes. further forward, like mm-hmm. playing more like a, t- uh, like a 10 or a 9, I think he said, rather than being back. Um, so that's probably something to monitor because obviously he has been out for a lot this season. But yeah, worth keeping an yeah. eye on.
1: Looked quite, look quite good. I mean, he it, it, it was sort of fluky attacking returns, one was a miss hit shot, and one was just a, a club run by Pickford. But um he was playing as a false nine and looked better for it. I think that's a position he'd played in uh, for for Leverkusen towards the end of his time there. So um yeah, one one for the, the watch list. Definitely, yeah. Although I think I think the amount of rotation there might be just yeah. as bad as
0: City, but we'll keep yeah. an eye on it. Um, let's go to Leeds, who uh, I was actually checking their defensive numbers today, uh, and they're actually trending pretty well. into to do it and to be in maybe an okay defense, uh, Calvin Phillips is obviously back against West Ham. What's their um, injury situation
1: looking like? Yeah, Phillips being back is a, is a big help. I think they're both ends. Uh, so. Elsa said that Phillips and Rodrigo were fine. They both came uh, back from injuries. And Rodrigo was on the bench and then emerged as a, as a substitute. He could come into a reckoning for a start this week. Um, Hernandez and, and Stroud are both out. So, that leaves um, who is it? Oh, yeah. Forshaw sure and the other two uh, and them two that I've just mentioned as the only absentees. So, it's Shackleton's back. Um, Barati as well. Robin Cock as well. He's going to be playing for, I think, the under-23s. That's what the Pencil and Haman for a turn, so they're getting a lot of bodies back. Um, Rodrigo's an in interesting Mark, because he's kind of kind of forgetting about him I amidst mean, all the Rafinha love. And Rafinha is still a better play and a better fantasy option. But obviously playing in that number ten position, uh, Rodrigo Roberts has been pretty poor, I think, since he's been playing in that. So yeah, okay. as soon as he's as soon as he's fit, he's going to be back in the team, uh, and he can grab a goal as well from from that midfield position
0: yeah i'd be surprised to not see him start i wonder if at some point alioski will come back in at left back and they'll just permanently put dallas into midfield as well so i feel like that works better for them but um who am i to question bielsa you know so we'll see but i agree on rodrigo i'd be surprised if he's not um starting regularly again soon uh let's go to fulham best defense in the league i think um how how are they looking defensive wise or sorry in general i should say not just defensive
1: I think all's good. I think it's just the same as as we were. So Kenny uh still out and um Rodak, who was a bad goalkeeper. I didn't see anything, uh, anything new. Um, but yeah, uh, as you said there, we're one of the the two best defenses in the in the division meeting this weekend, um, which is why I didn't I didn't really fancy getting De Bruyne back in this weekend, even after he's double digit hole. I'm I'm Putting a lot of faith in Fulham's defence, keeping him quiet this weekend. I'm going to
0: captain him this Are week. Are you? Wow. Yeah, because I just, I know their defensive numbers have been really good recently. And I know they're not conceding many goals. But I'm just going to back Man City because I just feel like they can, they can put goals past anyone. Um, it's true. Yeah, and De Bruyne's numbers have just been good all season. Like, I know he scored twice, but I think his XG was something like eight for the season before that game. And he'd only scored three. So he's still underperforming over the season. So I just wonder, and, and I know that people are going to be put off because it's Fulham, and they're not going to bring him in because he hasn't got a fixture in twenty nine. So I'm just going for the massive differential, basically. Yeah, it so, might as well where
1: you are because that'll, that'll be the difference between you know top one king and, and something even better. First place. No, first I don't, place, I don't yeah. think so.
0: Uh, okay, let's go on to see what Dyche has to say. Um, how are his players looking?
1: They're uh, not too bad, I think. Yeah, um, they've still got uh, Ashley Barnes out, who's been a, who's been out for a while. Um, Goodmanson and Brady, I think, both came through their appearances last weekend fine. Um, Dice said they were still monitoring Brady's output because they have been known to suffer recurrences in the past. Um, Charlie Taylor is the, the newest addition to that injury list. they never seemed to get a full complement back. There always seems to be something with Burnley. Uh, so he is a sizeable doubt. Um, they have got Peters back, of course, it can just slip straight in there. Um, and uh, Jack Koch they said was probably not going to feature either so um still down a number of first teamers um, for this Everton game uh but yeah chris burdock obviously came back a weeks ago and we know we know he's fit and he's been um, back amongst the goals thanks to Granit jagger recently
0: yeah burnley shipping goals recently aren't they and they should have mm-hmm. they should
1: have conceded more to arsenal to be fair
0: yeah. um, to arsenal let's talk let's just go on to the team they're playing this week which is everton um obviously we talked about last week about how um you know, Ancelotti said he was sacrificing Calvert-Lewin a little bit, maybe for Richarlison. Uh, we haven't got any more quotes like that this week. But how are they
1: looking from a um, an injury point of view? He's he's brilliant, Ancelotti. He gives you such clear cut information um, most of the time, uh, and he yeah, he's rounded up the injury news very very neatly this afternoon. So Rodriguez is still out. Um, he's got this niggling thing that keeps keeps dragging on. He's, he's been a sort of seventy eight percent fit for a long time, so they're just giving him this opportunity to to get completely fit. So he's not going to feature this weekend. They're going to hopefully get him back after the international break. Um, uh, De Corey's going to be out for eight to ten weeks, which is a blow. Um, might see him back before game week thirty-eight, but tough ask. Um, who else is not available? Delft's not available. Gabamin as well. we to have to check on Sigurdsson. He's a fresh doubt. He had a problem with his ankle in the last game. Uh, Robin Olsen's obviously still going to be assessed as well. They do have a few players back though. So Yeri Mina. It will add to that uncertainty at centre-half with all the rotation there. Um, Seamus Coleman's back as well, uh, which will again complicate matters because we've seen the likes of Holgate playing at right-back. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if those two came back anyway because obviously me now with his height would be be very good against Burnley. And then Ancelotti had talked about going on the front foot a bit more uh, this week. Obviously, they play like a wing-back system at Chelsea, but it's a home game against Burnley. He did talk about being a bit more progressive, so Coleman could be brought back in as a, as a more sort of attack-minded right-back. Um, there was a quote on um, uh, Josh King, who we've heard this before, you <laughs> he said he's ready to start. He said this a few times. Um, so one day he'll actually mean it. Uh, he talked about where he could fit in. He could play, it'll probably be a 4-3-3 if he did start, but he did suggest he could play as a winger in a 4-4-2 as well, so... Um, with, if Sigurdsson fails to recover, um, and if they do go for a more attacking shape, then then this could be the the chance to to blood him. But I uh, I wouldn't be at all shocked if um, we're sitting here next week and he's being benched again
0: yeah absolutely although they do have a double game week coming up so if josh king can play himself yeah. into a fo- some form and when i say cu- coming up by the way i don't know when it is before anyone asked me i just what <laughs> i mean is they have a fixture to rearrange so they will have a double gaming at some point before the end of the season just to uh clarify uh I, I skipped a few teams we we didn't do brighton did we um big news to be fair from here we talked about we talked about Lampty like most weeks for the past kind of three to four um, but now it's been pretty much confirmed that he's out for the season. So suddenly someone like Veltman yeah. feels that he hasn't really got much competition for that right spot, has he?
1: No, they've got a young... Like we mentioned this before, they've got a young Polish lad who's, um, who's very highly rated. I think he's Polish. Uh, but who just hasn't really had a look in um, at league level yet. They've got Alzati. I think he's a bit of a versatile player who can fill in at wing back. But uh, yeah, I'm clutching at straws here. I think both Veltman and Byrne now are, are without... The competition in their respective places so Solly March is the other one he's out for i think 12 weeks um he's targeted in pre-season for his return so that obviously helps burn at the left and then as you say Lampy being out for the season is going to be hugely beneficial for Veltman now i'm, I'm looking at Veltman for i've already got him in my draft team i'll be getting him in my fan team side this week and i'm almost certainly going to be buying him in, in FPL as well um even if it's just for the game week 29 blank because they're up against a Newcastle team who are uh, without a number of, of attacking players. So, yeah, that's good news. Good news for Veltman because Veltman's uh, is he four point three and yeah. Burns four point two. Yeah, but like I that. think
0: I, th- I haven't double checked Burns numbers in the members area, but I I will do that. Um, but I think Veltman's numbers are looking pretty good. They, yeah, like I I bought Burn because I got him like a couple of a few weeks ago basically when we thought Lampton might be back yeah but now if I was choosing again I would just spend the extra one. would you just really quickly is because I know a lot of people are considering this would you um at this point stretch to dunk because 0.6 million more and considering there's like lots of big hitters going around right now it's quite a lot of money to spend do you think his attacking threat is uh worth point six, or would you just go Veltman
1: I think if it if Beltman wasn't posting the kind of numbers he was, then I would I would definitely consider Dunk because you, you you do get what you pay for something in FPL like with Cresswell and Ku Kufal as well. So um I do think uh I'm willing to, to sort of overlook Dunk and he's any sort of sustained proven goal threat over the years for someone who's posting not just good numbers from, from set pieces but open play as well, you know, when he's he's kind of playing as a depends what system the player, if the players back four, maybe less attacking, but a, a wing back system, you just get forward a bit. So I'm I'm willing to, to take the, the cheaper option. I wouldn't even rule out a double up on the on the Brighton defence and maybe get both. I mean, for certainly for game week twenty-nine. I don't think you do it in a regulation game week because they are liable to um to shoot themselves in the foot. you have to some after some great stats, underlying stats.
0: Yeah, I think, Um, especially if you've got a wild card, I think that's a really good option. I think if you don't, it's a little bit tricky just because you have to hold on to them. But I agree, that Newcastle game looks like a dead cert, doesn't it? And I just really quickly checked, members area, if you want to check it out, there's a link in the description below. But last six matches, uh, Veltman's had eight shots inside the box. Burn and Dunk are both on five, so don't despair completely if you've bought Burn. Um, but Veltman definitely looks like the the more attacking option. He's had two big chances as well in that time. So, yeah, he's probably the one to go for. Uh, and talking about their opposition in, was it, yeah, in, in 29, Newcastle. We'll talk about him for yeah. this week as well. Um, obviously got quite a few attacking players out that we know probably aren't going to be back to after the international break. But is there any updates from them?
1: Not really. I think it's just exactly the same situation. So Almiron and, and some maximum rule out until after the international break. I think Wilson had a, a chance of recovering before then. He's certainly ahead of them of the other two in terms of his recovery and um, but he bruce did say yesterday that the international break might just do us a favor Um, so i wonder if he's, he's going to keep wilson back the only thing is that that's such a, a crucial game for us against brighton uh, in 29 because it's fulham's right up our backsides now both both teams uh, and that could be a real six point of that so i won't be surprised if he tries to wash wilson back if there's any kind of chance for him featuring but nothing new to report uh, in terms of fresh injuries um Manquillo and Fernandez are back to sort of bolster the back line, but um uh, all clear on the rest of it.
0: Good stuff. I should have said this right at the start, by the way. Um uh, we've obviously missed Liverpool, who we usually do quite early. Um they their press conference is tomorrow because they're not playing until Monday night. Uh, so that is the final game of the game week. So we won't actually hear from Clark. There isn't there hasn't really been anything else we've heard, you know, since their midweek game. I don't I don't think there was any injury news, apart from Firmino, obviously. Firmino, yeah. Missed out. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think there was a, there was talk in the, in the local press about him possibly being able to recover for the Wolves game. Obviously, he missed out against uh, Leipzig in midweek. Um, I think it's pretty quiet. Other than the long-term ones, of course, you know, like Henderson and Gomez and Matt van Dijk, all those types. Um, they've gotten a lot of the sort of medium-term ones back, like Kate and Jota, of course, who started last weekend. in. Um, I don't think there's was anything fresh picked up in midweek. So, yeah, as you were, really, until we hear otherwise from Klopp after the deadline.
0: Yeah, you got any concerns about Salah getting a rest because he played ninety minutes? But I feel like he does that a lot, right? And plus, they've got—I think they've got three weeks off
1: after yeah. this game. I know that doesn't always—that doesn't always mean um, uh, anything because of this this fabled red zone. Oh yeah, folk. you know, if a player's in the red zone, he's 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 there, and he gets benched regardless of the break that's coming up afterwards. But you have to say, um, I think it is a generous recovery period as well. It's Monday night game. And they were. When were they playing? Were they playing Tuesday or Wednesday against Leipzig? I want to say
0: Wednesday. Wednesday. It was Wednesday. Wasn't Wednesday it? Yeah. So it's still
1: five days recovery. Um, and Salah did get hooked early uh, in that Chelsea match. I know it's just half an hour, but um, maybe that would have would have helped. Uh, but yeah, you never know a club because he did he did ring the changes against um, against Fulham.
0: These goals can't do it. I, I'm, yeah. a, I'm not worried. I know some people are worried. I'm not particularly worried, but you never know, I guess. Um, but hopefully not. Like you said, with that rest period. Uh, okay, let's go to Crystal Palace. Um, scraping the bar a bit now. Anything major from them?
1: Just as you were. So all the, all the injury lists, all the injured players who are on that list are still sidelined. A lot of them will be back after the international break, including. Ferguson, uh, who is um, still with the under-20 piece. We mentioned last week, didn't we? Yeah. Um, Mitchell as well. Mitchell, Klein, um, the two, uh, Macas, McCarthy and MacArthur, are, they, they're all targeting returns after the international break so won't be available in 28. Now, I think that just leaves Tompkins and, and Sacco as the longer-term ones, but nothing new to report. Zaha came back, of course, from injury um, last week off the bench. We've got 45 minutes and I'm absolutely positive he'll be in the starting line this weekend. He has to be, doesn't he? He just yeah. has
0: to. They need they need points. I think, um, yeah, to be fair, actually that was a pretty big injury news that I forgot about, so that is decent. Uh, and yeah, Ferguson, I just want to see him before the end of the season. All that talk pre-season, it'd just be nice to see him actually play a game. Uh, let's go on to Southampton. It's obviously big injury concern there. has been Danny Ings. Uh, he's still out, right, for this week?
1: Yeah, it looks like it's um, after the international break, which is a... A phrase I think I've said about 15 times already in this video. So I think he's, yeah, he's out. Um An interesting quote, not just not on injuries, but on the goalkeeping situation. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, McCarthy and Forster. So McCarthy came back against City, which I guess was maybe more to do with um the ability of uh, his distribution. Not that he's particularly, he's not Edison. He was
0: very but calm he's, though. He's, I thought in that game, like I could see why they did it. Like he, because yeah. you know what City are like for pressing the ball. I did. I know they. I know they still conceded five, so it's not like they had a great performance. But yeah, I did think he was quite calm when it came to playing with his feet.
1: It was admirable, really, in terms of the chances he was taking, and he, he managed. I know Chi Adams contributed to a goal, but um, he himself didn't didn't cause any ricks. But yeah, Arsenal was talking about this today, um, and yeah, he did say the other one deserved to play. So. Uh, I said Fraser's got a little bit more momentum in his game at the moment, so I wouldn't be surprised if he's back um, between the posts this weekend and um, McCarthy may be just a horses for of selection, given that he's uh, the, the new city, we're going to press the keeper and he's better with the ball at his feet, um, might be less of an issue against Brighton, but yeah, uncertainty abounds in that position and a bit like Everton's goalkeepers, even more so really. And um, I'll be I'll be staying well clear. i had my fingers burnt there recently. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah,
0: I actually I that game I, I did watch it, and I seem to remember Edison kicked the ball so long, like it felt like way more times than he ever usually does. I actually felt from a goalkeeper performance with their feet. I think McCarthy might have even done better than Edison, to be honest. I,
1: I think a lot of that was just trying to beat Sarton's Sutton Sam were like quite aggressive themselves, yeah. and there was a lot of room behind the behind that high line. So I think Edison was just instructed to. As as long as he. Could but again could.
0: i can't give him too much credit they did concede five goals still yeah. so <laughs> it was it was nice nice footwork um be better to have saved a few more shots but look it wasn't all his fault anyway that's for sure um let's go on to west ham so i think we've we, we haven't we heard actually injuries have we but obviously lingard we should point out can't play
1: that's right yeah he's, he's a low knee of course from united so he's ineligible to play this weekend against his parent club uh, nothing from Moise that we've heard in the broadcast section, which means there could be something later on tonight after the deadline. Um, we all, we didn't think there was any injuries anyway. It's just Randolph and, and Frederick, So it's got sort of back of options in their respective positions. Um, so as far as we know, everyone's fine.
0: Good stuff. Um, So obviously we mentioned Liverpool already and we mentioned Sheffield United. That's coming later, although it probably won't be a player one. So by my reckoning, there are three teams left if we've heard from them, which is West Brom, Arsenal and Wolves.
1: Um, they had a, a Europe League game last night, uh, and again, Arteta's presser was um, in the form of like post-match comments from that, or one-on-one interviews from that, which are held back from today. Nothing to report in that. Wasn't really any talk about rotation. Um, Smith Rowe came came back, uh, so he's uh, he'd be back in, in he's back in training and back in contention for the North London derby. I know there was a lot of changes last weekend against Leicester. Uh, sorry, not Leicester. Who um, did they do? Burnley. And there has been frequent rotation around the Europa League games, but it's Tottenham this weekend. And they've already got one foot in the round of 16... Sorry, the um, the last eight for the Europa League. So you'd maybe think if the rotation is going to happen, it would be next Thursday with a 3-1 aggregate lead against Olympiacos rather than the North London derby, which is when you want your, your big guns playing like Saka and Aubameyang. Um But yeah, I think they're pretty pretty healthy on the injury front. Uh, who's the other two? Sorry, um, Andy. Yeah, ju-
0: just really quickly on Arsenal. Obviously, it's three away goals as well, so that's a pretty big score to yeah. have got. And they've got after that, it's West Ham and Arsenal. So uh, sorry, West Ham and Liverpool. So the games don't get any easier. So you'd hope there wouldn't be too much rotation. Uh, and then the other two teams, West Brom and Wolves. If we've
1: yes, two team, two managers who we we struggle to find quotes from. Sometimes when they're giving their press conferences, so all just aren't anywhere. They're not on YouTube. They're not on the site. And um, they're very underreported. Uh, as far as we're aware, the only um, quotes we know, uh, injuries we knew about were Gibbs, who had this neck problem. He could be back. Uh, we don't know. We don't really. We don't really care, to be honest. Let's be honest. Um, nothing new came out of that uh, game last again against Newcastle. With the board row, Wolves. Uh, there wasn't a great deal from Santo that I've seen. Again, I'll um, see if we've got anything more on this. Certainly wasn't on the official website. I'll check the uh expression Star, but I, I don't think it was. Sorry, so
0: Eddie. yeah, what, why, why are you why you're looking for that? I should I just have to read a comment in the chat that says um, "nice footwork by McCarthy, the way he kicked uh, Foden's leg was in particular, <laughs> which is a fair comment." Like we won't get into that because I'll just get annoyed again. But how that wasn't a penalty, I will never know. Perhaps he would have got a penalty save. You don't know. But Yeah, sorry, I yeah, interrupted you for. It anyway, I was. I was killing time anyway. There's
1: nothing to report from either camp in the uh, in the Black Country. So. Um... Uh, if if I do get anything from those two clubs, I'll um I'll let you know. Um I wonder if Nuno if, you know, has faced the media, it's not like a club situation where he's speaking tomorrow. But he, he offers so little anyway in terms of injury news that even if he has mentioned anything, it'll probably be absolutely no use. And the only players we we knew about were injured were uh, Daniel Pedence, We would have been towards the end of his five to six week recovery period. And of course Jimenez was out for a longer term. He might be back for the end of the season, but it's not gonna be not gonna be this weekend
0: yeah I think um, I don't think they're that for this week it's not very relevant anyway they're playing Liverpool then they got a blank but I do think after the blank we might be talking about a little bit more especially defenders which defenders are nailed and stuff like that so yeah we'll save that for after game week 29 when their fixture run is uh Yeah, pretty damn good, I would say. I can foresee a a few clean sheets from Wolves. So, yeah, we'll leave it there. Obviously, any other quotes and stuff that we see or anything that comes out, um, follow us on Twitter for that. So, FF Scout, And obviously, there'll be the team news article on the site, fantasyfootballscout.co.uk. If you have enjoyed the stream, do give it a like and hit subscribe. Don't forget the deadline. It is in just over three hours at the time we're finishing this. uh, So, don't forget to lock in capsies and transfers. Uh, And Neil, thank you, as always, for joining me and giving us all that info.
1: My pleasure. Thank you, Andy. Yeah, see you next week for a, a much shorter video.
0: Yes, only eight teams to go through next week. Four fixtures. So yeah, that would definitely be a bit shorter. We'll be back same time next week because it is they're dragging out those four fixtures over four days. I think, or is it three days? Mm-hmm. Three um, days. You? Yeah, three days starting on Friday. So we'll be back then. Until then, good luck this week, and we'll see you soon.